Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Money makes the world. Go around the world. Go around the world. Go around. Money makes the world. Go around. It makes the world. Go round. Good job, Rob. Thank you. Kevin and I actually rehearsed that for a long time before we went on the air. Friends, congratulations. You are getting a new Patreon advertisement from us. As you know, we've had one for a whole year. So enjoy the Money Money song because you're going to hear it for the next year. But you know, I'm not singing I Dream to Dream anymore. So <gasps> I'm winning. Gonna, I'm going to miss it. Okay, so friends, you should know the drill by this point. We have 47 wonderful patrons on Patreon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Patreon.com. That's P A T. R-E-O-N.com. As Pat Rion. Pat Rion. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Pat Rion sounds like a drag queen from the 80s. Well, why not? Don't tell mama. So as you know, um, <laughs> we are an entirely, we are not funded by anybody except Patreon patrons. We, there was a lot of peas in that sentence, a lot of explosive peas. It's good. Um, thank it's you. very emotional. Thank you. After I had my stone removed, there was a lot of explosive peas as well. Thank you. I'll be here all week, folks. So once again, we need your help. Head on over to patreon.com. How is that spelled, Kevin? Pat Rion, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. When you head over there, you're going to search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. And once you get there, you're going to hit a button that says... It's going to say, become a patron. And you can give us whatever you got. A dollar, two dollars, five dollars, anything that you give Cast us. Cast album collection. Yes. Oh, yes. Fine. Please, please, please. We will totally take that. <laughs> anything that you give us will be a, a wonderful contribution to helping us get this thing going. Thank and you, to everybody. keep it on the air. We you love go- you guys for it. We love you. Money, 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 around is all that makes a work around. It makes a work Right. Um, I thought I did good. That was pretty good. Thanks. I'm a star. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Don't at, forget. At Broadway Curtain. And make sure to join our Facebook page at Behind the Curtain, Broadway's and, Living Legends. And don't forget. To Eager f- there, aren't you? Wow. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Broadway Curtain Podcast. Plus, you can always listen to our podcasts on Broadway World and Stitcher. Today's guest is one of Broadway's most beloved character actors. His smile lights up a stage, his timing electrifies an audience, and his warmth and gentility are known to all in the industry. Just mention his name and you can watch the most jaded heart melt. <laughs> he it's made true. his Broadway debut in 1981 as part of the ensemble of Woman of the Year, and then he took center stage in the musicals of Anything Goes. 
Ain't Broadway Grand. The 1995 How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, And to Get Your Gun, The Drowsy Chaperone, Curtains, and most recently as Shylock in Something Rotten. To tell us what it was like to work with such legends as Lauren Bacall, Marilyn Cooper, Jerry Zachs, Mitch Lee, Tony Curtis, and so many others, here is the legend himself, Jerry Vicky. Oh my God. <laughs> You guys made me into something I am not. You are. You did you it. Are. We're just, we just say the words. You did the actions. <laughs> How are you, Jerry? Thanks for I'm, joining us. I'm fine. Thank Good. you for having me here. We are so honored to have you. And we have to say in full disclosure, yeah. Jerry was just brilliant in our working concert that we did at 54 Below a couple of weeks ago. He was just brilliant, yeah. as always. We had it's, a lot of fun. That was a hard song. Yeah, it that was, was a really hard song. You got me through it. It was amazing. You saved my ass. No, no, no. It was really good. It's a song that he sang, folks. It, he has to talk, and then there's a certain there's like one measure of music while he talks. Then he has to sing right away, and then he <laughs> talks. Like, I mean, it's it is a crazy. And then we literally put it up in a week. Uh, we had one. Thirty-minute session right. that we worked together, and then a sound check, and he killed it. It was wonderful, but we—it uh, was—it was good. Thanks. It was I, a uh, challenge, and it was really good. Well done. I'm glad I did it, but I was terrified. <laughs> oh, you were so good. What's, what, you're an artist. What's so funny is, is when the other cast was asking us, like, "Oh, who's who's in it?" You had named the names, and people go, "Uh huh, uh huh." Then I had Jerry, Vicky. Jerry's in it. Mm. Eyes would light up. So you are a beloved man that. in this I can't industry. Believe people know who I am. I love oh, it. Oh, yes. You're in the business. I'm a nobody. <laughs> not true. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> um, if not from the Brotherhood of Man, my God. Oh, that, that Tony was clip, so much fun. That Tony clip we'll has made the rounds. That. We're going to yeah. post that. We're going to talk about that in a second. So we're going to cool. start at the beginning. Jerry, where'd you grow up? <clears throat> I grew up in a little town in Connecticut. Actually, it was a, they called it the city of, of village charm, Manchester, Connecticut. Oh, a village it's about charm. Nine, nine miles east of Hartford. And um, uh-huh. it, it was uh, an interesting upbringing. It was uh, a, a small town when I, when I knew it. Had a great wide main street, still does. Uh, and it was the... It was just a comfortable place to live, mostly white. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was exposed to this kind of segregation when I was young. But for some reason, I rebelled against it. Mm. And I wondered where the blacks mm-hmm. were. Uh, and uh, I got a lot of negative feedback when I was just a young person. I ended up writing letters to the newspaper, which made my father really angry. What were the letters about? Just uh, how you didn't like that this was the yeah, disparity I, uh, between the two? or Things popped up in, in town. There were no outward racial problems uh, because it was segregated. Nobody saw blacks. Right. And every time I would try to discuss it, people would... would Shut me off. What decade oh, are we yeah. talking right We're talking now? Talking in the 40s. I just wanted to, just because oh, our yes. listeners might have been like, was. Oh, this. Yeah, yeah. But I knew we were pre 60s. Oh, I remember know? just uh, uh, <laughs> during the war. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. People would come up to the house and tell us to pull our shades oh, uh, my goodness. at yeah. night. Uh, so so you were saying that, yeah, they were coming up with polio, the vaccine. The, or, the yeah. polio vaccine, yeah. the dentist in town, there was one dentist, and he was against fluoride in the water and I wrote a letter to the newspaper and, and uh, oh boy did I get flack for that 
uh, wrote a lot of letters embarrassed, to the <laughs> I embarrassed my father and family, but so I kept doing things like that. <laughs> and uh, as I was, I was the black sheep in the family. <laughs> my brother was the good one. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so I, I couldn't wait to get out of the, the town. But I had a, a great high school career. I was a, I was a, a long distance runner. And, okay. The and arts were they a part of your world at all? Yeah. In this, in, in seventh grade this was my first play. Oh. Wildcat Willie learns math. Uh, I that had, old chestnut. I f- Arthur had Miller. old chestnut. <laughs> I was supposed to faint at the end of the uh, the the play, and the curtain came down, and I was too far downstage, so the curtain came down behind me. <laughs> so it was a bit embarrassing in seventh grade. You only had to do that once. Yeah, and then uh, in high school, yes, I was in a in the drama club. Peyton Powder was the f- freshman sophomore mm-hmm. drama club. Sockin' Buskin was <laughs> the junior senior mm. drama club. And uh, I always wanted to be in the theater, but uh, uh, I was uh, an athlete uh, and kind of a loner. Mm. I really I didn't have many friends. Uh, I helped my father with his business when I wasn't running or doing schoolwork. Would you commute into New York City at all, ever? When my, my father would take us uh, with the Knights of Columbus, the Classic. train to New York, okay. uh, uh, to Times Square, and to see the Yankees and the Red Sox play. Did you ever uh, see a Broadway show? No, I don't, don't think I saw a Broadway show. But my Aunt Ida used to take me to Westport, Connecticut. Oh. And there were two playhouses, the Westport Playhouse, yep. and then there was another one, which I can't remember the name of yeah. it, uh, that did uh, shows all summer. And she would take me to the shows in the summer. I saw Van Johnson mm. and, and several yeah. the contemporary stars. Uh, so I, I, I had a love for the theater. I wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a singer in the high school chorus, and. Uh, uh, I would sing at Italian weddings. Uh, 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 I'm not sure many people wanted to hear it, but I sang. <laughs> right, so you knew you had an affinity and you I knew did. you could sing and stuff. I did. Yeah. And uh, when I went to college, so I'm going to skip a few years. <laughs> I went to college uh, on an athletic scholarship at St. John's here in New York. Oh. Uh, and I didn't have time for theater. Right. You usually have to pick one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I graduated uh, there with a BA in English and uh, moved up to Boston, the Boston area. I started graduate school at Boston College in medieval philosophy. <laughs> However, so I soon specific. learned <laughs> that it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> medieval, I didn't even know that was a major. It is. Wow. And uh, the nuns were, were a great help to me, but uh, I left there quickly. But by that time, I had married uh, a, a girl I met in high school, yeah. Jane. And uh, we had had two children, 
and eventually having four. Uh, so I got a job as a school teacher in a small Catholic school in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Uh, a Catholic school, you Catholic said, school, right. Immaculate Conception, the only thing I could get. Right. Uh, paid very little, I had a little Volkswagen, I drove 50 miles each way a day. Oh my god! So I did that for a year. Again, the nuns were very helpful. <laughs> and then I got a job in a, a public high school. Right. And eventually uh, became the drama director. You did? I did. So you maintained your, your, your passion for, for the theater. Yes. Even while still being a, about while being a teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so what did you do as a drama teacher? I mean, obviously, you inspired young people to take it up. Well... But I really didn't know anything about theater, huh. really that much about theater. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Boston. I said, either I have to go back to school and learn something about it, or get a job in theater. <laughs> and I found this communist theater in Harvard Square. And, I'm sorry, uh, did you say communist theater? Well, yeah, they, they, okay, they, they said claimed that. they were communists. Because this is probably, what, the 50s it, now? I mean, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, this was the 60s? 1962. Okay. Yeah. 62, 63, 64. Mm -hmm. And um, the communist it was in a church. Uh, uh, but we worked uh, mainly physical exercise. Standing on your head, your shoulders, whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, and I did that for 12 weeks. Yeah. And I, I came back with a lot of information about how to move in the theater. So I started directing plays uh, at the high school. And we did some terrific productions. Uh, I partnered with the art teacher, Fosco Peaky. What a oh. name. Yeah, That's a great name. name. He That's was an, an art artist teacher. and an art teacher, so was his wife. And he did all my set designs. And uh, eventually we were had a pretty good budget. Yeah. And uh, uh, we put on some decent shows. And then every summer I would go and, and uh, do summer theater. Oh, as an actor or as, as a director? An actor. So you were started to perform then uh, oh, to yes. get your training to be yes. a drama teacher at, at your high school. And I also started doing television commercials. Oh, in the Boston area. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but in the summertime, I would uh, uh, do summer theater. First non-equity. Uh, and then I met Terry Lorden, a producer who had a non-equity company in Milford, New Hampshire, but was trying to raise money to build an equity theater there, which he did, mm. called the American Stage Festival. Mm. And that's, I, that's when I turned equity. I had already gotten my SAG card from doing television commercials. Uh, what year was, what, around what time was that, or this how old were you? This was in the middle 60s. Oh, okay. I uh, decided, uh, after doing a couple of shows at the Village Dinner Theater in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, right? so you would travel to do theater as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, 
uh, worked with Dan Daly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We did the Odd Couple. I had done <laughs> the Odd Couple and a lot of Neil Simon stuff at the, uh, in Nashua, New Hampshire at a dinner theater. Uh, and uh, so I did uh, The Odd Couple with Dan Daly, which was fascinating. So, so I think this is the first time we're talking about Dan Daly on this podcast. Definitely. What oh, was, yeah, what was it like working with him? What a sweet man. Mm. He was just a sweet, gentle, tall giant. N- never missed the line. Never missed a cue. Uh, but there were problems. And uh, one was that he'd, he'd come off a, a, a serious drinking problem, yeah. which yeah. Did helped derail his career, because he was supposed to do a Broadway tap show here. It was called Tap Something or Other. And uh, he fell and hurt his ankle, couldn't do it, so thought his career was over. But came, started doing dinner theater. What would we know him from? What? Oh, a lot of oh, a lot of MGM, MGM musicals. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yes, I, I think he's the third sailor in On the Town. Yeah, I think he is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he he's terrific. He was he was yeah. terrific. Uh, we had a flimsy set, <laughs> and it was one of those sets that would raise rise up into the green room in a oh. dinner theater. In, in North Carolina, it would rise up. They had several of these theaters. What do you mean, like the the stage? Would, would the stage would rise up into the green room. <laughs> so you could get onto the stage from the green room. Well, you could, yeah, <laughs> and you could ride it down. And go down, and uh, and that's how they had the the dinner on the on the bottom floor, and then uh, and then it bring would just go the stage away. down. Oh my! I've never heard I've of never that. Even heard oh, that yeah. is so they cool. Have several of those. So the sets themselves were on a small round a little platform, yeah. yeah. Circle platform. And he tripped and fell over a table and broke his hip mm-hmm. and uh, went to the hospital uh, and it essentially ended his career. Mm. And then he went back to L.A. And, and passed away. But he was a terrific guy. Yeah. Just a sweet man. So you were really cutting your teeth learning all of it by your, your summer stock work and your, yeah. your, your dinner theater. I mean, like yeah. you, it seems like when you weren't teaching, you were acting. When I wasn't teaching, I was acting and I was tending bar. I oh, you were? I was a bartender. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, had, I mean, I had a lot of bills to pay. All yeah. in, is this all in Boston or Boston area? In the Boston area, mm-hmm. Medway, Medfield, Millis, <laughs> Milford, Bellingham. Why are they mm-hmm. all begin with M? All the M's. Yeah. All the M's. <laughs> uh, that whole area, Framingham, that whole area. I lived in all those towns, wow. and. Uh, some of it was quite fun, but uh, I, I don't know where I got the energy. I don't have it today. So I decided I, I wanted to come to New York, and I had done two movies. I was an extra in Jaws, if you oh. believe that, in the summertime. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. You can see me on the beach in a 
orange bathing suit and um, <laughs> an extra. And then I got a part in Coma, movie, the movie Coma, uh, which was also uh, exciting, but terrifying with yeah. the camera so close and I wasn't used to camera work. And so then I decided, uh, I'm gonna come to New York. And so I walked into the super's office and quit. 30 days notice. That but this was after I consulted with my oldest son. And because you were how old, can I ask at this time? I mean, just, you weren't 21. Oh, no, I was in my 30s. Okay. Yeah. It's a pretty big change to make in yeah, your 30s. Yeah, especially when you've got kids. Yeah, but I, would, I had to move. I had to do something. Yeah. yeah. I had to do something. Mm -hmm. And I loved the theater and television and movies so mm -hmm. much. Uh, 1978, 77, oh, wow. yeah. 77, I quit teaching, I came here. And lo and behold, for some, by some fluke, got Woman of the Year. <laughs> and that was a process. Was it an it audition? Was, yeah, tell us. Oh, it was an audition. Because how did you know what to do with the business when you got to New York as well? I mean, you did, go to auditions. Did didn't you go I to bought, bought an agent? Backstage, and, yeah. uh, knocked on agents' doors. Um, and a friend of mine got me into an agent's office. And somehow I got sent for Woman of the Year. I don't think it was an open call, but it might have been. And... Uh, that was a long process. It was like you go in and sing. You go in. I only had one song. What song? Uh, or uh, what was it? I can't remember what it was. It was uh, now it's I love to cry at weddings. I just go in and that's sing. That's brilliant. And that's, that's it. <laughs> and and you, you go into Broadway. This is what you get. It's <laughs> one job. Take it and, and these auditions were in Broadway theaters, weren't they? Yes. Yes. They don't do that anymore. No, no. Uh, we, they'd get you on the stage. And, of course, the, the theater was dark. Yeah. Uh, small light on the stage. And you do your thing and you leave. So I, I remember auditioning and I could hear a loud laugh. And found out later it was Lauren Bacall who was sitting out there. Oh. And uh, she obviously found something funny about what I did. <laughs> My dancing sucked. So uh, I tried to stay in the back when they had everybody <laughs> out dancing. And, and then you would go sit in a stairwell and they would come out and they would say, you go home, you go home, you go home. And so they would whittle down the group. And, uh, and I, 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 I lasted for a long time. And then they sent me home. And then they said, come back the next day. It was like three days oh, wow. or four days of wow. eliminations. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
And finally, in the last day, I was exhausted. I didn't, I didn't care anymore, because <laughs> they had your dancing, they had your singing, and it was... Like, what else do you want? Yes, yeah. that's right. It's, and so I came home. As I walked in the door, the phone rang, and it was the agent, and said, uh, you got the part. And I was astonished. <laughs> you know, this can't be happening. And uh, it was a featured role, mm -hmm. and uh, well, as one of the cartoonists. And I uh, opened up a couple of beers, one for my neighbor across the hall, one for myself, and then I called my first wife, and she said, oh, is it a, is it a, like a touring group or something? I said, no, it's Broadway. <laughs> she had no idea. Yeah. And then I called my mother who said, how much do you have to pay him to be in it? <laughs> Very supportive. Classic. Uh, so it was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and that cast was unbelievable. Okay, so you walk in, meeting Lauren Bacall for the first time. What's that like? Oh, it was, uh, it was like seeing the queen. Uh, mm -hmm. it, was, it was... She's truly a legend. Yeah. And though she was older then, when in rehearsal the light came down on her at a certain angle, she looked 17 again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was great fun to work with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a guy. Yeah. She she really got along. One long. of the boys. Yeah. 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 I had to. I'm sorry. Were you intimidated? At all? I mean, you, this is a Broadway show all yeah. of a sudden. I know. I, right? I and, you, and it's not like you had spent the last 20 years in New York, you know, on the yeah. Great White Way. You're, you know, yeah. all of a sudden you're at the party and it's like, well. Yeah, that was, that was an exciting period of time. Elizabeth Taylor was down the street doing a show. Oh. Uh, we had our show going. Our street was blocked. 46th Street, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> that was blocked off with Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, and of course, we were playing the palace, and I always wanted to play the yeah. palace. Yeah, yeah. You know, my father used to point out all these vaudevillian actors to me. Really? Oh yeah. And uh, so, I was enamored of them. I the have to ask. Oh, uh, go ahead. Yes. The opening night of uh, of Woman of the Year is there's an yeah. there's the infamous story of Ethel Merman sitting in the audience, yeah. and when Lauren Bacall sang her first notes, she says, allegedly, which we've heard from Leroy Reams is true, Jesus Christ. Now, do you, do you, were you on stage? Did you hear I about was this? On, did people talk I about was, it? I was, but I didn't hear it. Okay. I, just, I did not hear it. just wanted to know if we could hear the story from another angle. Uh, <laughs> they say it happened, and I, and I kind of believe it, but... <laughs> I'll take that as I do but, that. Uh, but I didn't hear it. So, Woman of the Year closes, and then what do you do next? Oh, of course, I think I never uh, will work again. Uh, that never goes away. But does I, it? you know, I like that honesty. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I don't remember what happened after that. I, 
you know, another show comes along. You know, I did commercials. And yeah. But no, but, summer stock. but no desire to go back to Boston and pick up. And become a teacher? The, yeah. Again? No. You, you knew that this was it. I was, was burned out of teaching, partly because I was doing so many other things as well. Yeah. You know, because teaching was a, uh, a great thing to do. Uh, and I had, I had some great students. But I was just burned out of it. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I had to quit something. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And so the next credit you have, though, is Anything Goes. That's the next Oh, Anything yeah. Goes, yeah. That was, that was great. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. So tell us about this. Now, you were a replacement. Is that right? I or was were a you replacement the pr- for the lead, but yeah. I was, I was the purser in mm-hmm. the original. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the the original part of it. This is Jerry Zax, Patty Lapone. Yeah, Jerry Zax. So he what, was a, Jerry Zax at that time. I, I haven't talked to him in years, but he was an actor first, and so he was an actor's director. Uh, so we got along with him really, really well, and he understood. Uh, us and our motivations but he wanted pace Mm. and and we tried to give that Uh, he had a great cast Uh, it it just uh, was was fun fun to do and you eventually took over for Bill McCutcheon I did I was in California at the time I I had run away for a week or two to do a series of commercials in L.A. And uh, it was my vacation time. They didn't want to let me go, uh, but I went. And then while I was there, he got sick. And uh, they called me and said, we want you to come back and do it. And then, of course, the negotiations Mm. started because I wanted what he had. And... uh, I got it. All right then. Um, I'm I'm going to ask you a story, uh, if this yeah. is true or not, and we can, and if you don't want to answer it, it's fine, and we'll we'll cut it out. I heard a story that the ensemble in Anything Goes was not a huge fan of Miss Lapone, and one night during one of her tap routines, they didn't tap along with her to cool. show. Is that we don't have to air this? I'm just curious. Now there, I, there were times. When Patty, who was kind of a perfectionist, wanted things a certain way, 
and uh, expected the chorus to, to do it, the, the dancers. And, and to be honest, there were times when there were a couple of those dancers who didn't, didn't care that much. They were in the back, they were whatever. Mm -hmm. And they didn't uh, do the best job they could have. Yeah. So Patty was perhaps overreactive. And uh, and she let it be known, and so she rubbed a few people the wrong way. But she was, yeah, but, she, but otherwise she was well loved. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's a great talent and a great leader and fearless. Yeah. Oh God, she would go to a, uh, we'd go out to a nightclub or something. She'd get up and start singing, and uh, she was a. Amazing, mm -hmm. it is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I loved her. Yeah, she was, she was terrific. Yeah, she's incredible, and it's a great performance. It's a really, really great performance. So you took over for Bill McCutcheon. You got the same exact billing that he yes. got. And who were your agents at the time? Oh, or do you, you you don't have the same agent though? You you switched agencies. As I switch. Uh, when I was, uh, but I will tell you this. When I was doing it, I said, uh, while I'm doing this, I asked the agent to look, look for some film work or whatever. And she said to me, you know, we're not going to do anything until this show is over. And then we're going to do it. And I said, it seems to me. I'm not a businessman. I don't know. But it seems to me, while I'm starring yes. in a Broadway show, you should be yes. publicizing my name, getting, finding me work. And they said, no, we're going to do it afterward. And so when the show finished, closed, uh, I quit the agent. I said, you didn't want to, no. so I left and and sought somebody else, went yeah. with somebody else. It's always a, a hassle about <laughs> yeah. agents, you yes. know. Uh, some of them are wonderful people, uh, and others, uh, you know, they're just in it for the ten percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I like the ones who engage and talk to you, yes. encourage you. Right. Uh, who are you with now? I'm with uh, uh, Sid Levin. Oh, oh right. yeah. Amazing. She's yeah. been around for a while. She, yeah. yeah. She's a and that's why I, li I, I liked her, because yeah. she, she knew people. She's been around. Right. And she's a lovely woman. Yes. She's old school. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. CLA yeah. is yeah. Yeah. my... Uh, my agency, so wonderful. Uh, ain't Broadway grand? I know. Kelly. Oh boy, yeah. ain't Broadway grand? Yeah. Over and over and over. <laughs> what? Mitch Lee wanted that song sung and played <laughs> to death, <laughs> and we did the overture. Uh, 
Ain't Broadway grand, and all the way through it, it, it reprised and reprised and reprised. <laughs> and for our listeners that aren't aware, what was the story of Ain't Broadway Grand? What was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be about, um, what's his name? Uh, it's Mike Todd. My, yeah, Mike Todd and his marriage, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, he was married to Liz Taylor. And, uh, uh, about his success in in uh, vaudeville, Broadway. Yep. So uh, I guess it never achieved that. Uh, but I had, a, you know, my part was great. You, uh, now, you played Bobby Clark. Bobby Clark. And one newspaper said he's no Bobby Clark. Well, oh. I wasn't. Uh, I couldn't do the tricks. Bobby Clark was a trickster. So for, for our younger listeners, who was Bobby Clark? Bobby Clark was a great vaudevillian who did slapstick comic, mm -hmm. dancer. Uh, he would, he would uh, run onto the stage, slide on his knees across the stage, throw his hat onto a rack from like 30 feet away. I accomplished it once. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, yes, I was no Bobby Clark. But he also, he had worn glasses in his, in, in his vaudeville act, and at one time didn't have his glasses. And so he painted glasses on his eyes. And the producer said, keep it. You know, it's in. So he always had big glasses or, or painted his eyes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and he was a good businessman. He died wealthy, died a millionaire, which would be multiple oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for him. Uh, yeah, he was a smart man. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't really match him, but it was a great part. And Mitch got all the most beautiful women uh, on Broadway, and so that was great fun for as long as it lasted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this cast, though, is pretty amazing. I mean, uh, Debbie Gravett was in it. Yeah, Debbie was We just wonderful. had Debbie on the show. Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's really, great. really incredible. She probably remembers more of the stories than I do. We didn't really talk no, about it with her. I was just saying, I was surprised. We didn't uh, talk yeah. really much about it. She played Gypsy Rose Lee. Yeah. Of course she did. Um, the How to Succeed in Business with Revival was yes. a huge, huge hit. How did that come into your orbit? Uh... I don't know how it started. All I know is I got the job. Uh, did you and you did it out in San Diego, or did you do it in here? No, I did it here. Only New York. Yeah, that's right. They did it out there, didn't they? It started in San Diego with, yeah. with Broderick. With Broderick, and I think it was everybody except Ernie Sabella didn't come to New York with it, huh. and Robert Mandon didn't come to New York with it. Wow! I'm but I think you trust that you knew that. Yeah, I came in. Maybe I was an Ernie Sabella replacement. Yeah, I think I think you took over for for Ernie, I think. I don't I don't remember. But it's a fun but, role. Oh yeah! Oh, oh my yeah! God, it was great fun. Okay. Great fun. Uh, Matthew was terrific. Uh, everybody was great. Of course, I had my director's problems, but you know when they, when they. The director was was Des Mackinac. Des, yeah, no, yeah. he he was he was good. Uh, the choreographer. Choreographer. Uh, 
And uh, I, I spoke up for the cast when we had, so, had to. So we, say they were pretty hard on the cast. Really? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we talk about this a lot, which the is, the you know, how do you overcome? Conflict arises in rehearsals. Yes. So, so how do you mediate that? So, so give us an example. So they were working them too hard? Is that what was going on? Yeah, they were blaming them for things, blaming them for things that they, uh, they couldn't do. And I, so I spoke up at one rehearsal and I said, these are the hardest working people. These dancers, this ensemble, work harder than anybody. Uh, you said that in front of everybody. I, I mean. did, yeah. It's like your up. letters when you were a kid. Oh, like yeah, you'd write I, your well, letters to the yeah. to the paper about segregation. I mean, it, it's amazing how you. It comes you, a point when you just feel like you have to speak. You have to. Somebody's got to say something. Yeah. yeah. And it tends to work. And it did it. This yeah, time. I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm. You know. Well, the cast must have liked you though. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but you know, I, of course, I say, well, it'll never work again. Well. You know? But. But your but that integrity is more important than the next job yeah. for you. That's yeah. really important. You're not worried and about. And I was older. Don't forget, I got into this business older with a set of mores that, mm-hmm. you know, yes, that were earned outside theater, and uh, I knew what it was like in business. I knew the politics of uh, the school system that was not good, and. Uh, and I just didn't think it, uh, it was fair right. if people aren't treated fairly and equally. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I tend to shoot my mouth off sometimes. So let me, let me ask you, what, to you, what is the ideal actor-director collaboration? What do you look for out of a director? Someone who understands and empathizes with the actor. Uh, and who guides the actor uh, doesn't uh, isn't forceful, you know. My favorite—I was thinking about this earlier. My favorite director wasn't a theater director, although they've all been good. I think uh, I did a movie called Inside Man. And the director is Spike Lee. Oh. And Spike is the best director I have ever worked with in any medium. How so? What makes him so great? He lets you open up yourself and lets, lets it come out. He can, he can tell you when something doesn't work. And Jerry Zachs had that ability, too. He can tell you when something doesn't work, and he can tell you he, when it does work. And uh, he, we improvised a lot in that movie, and uh, he just let it happen. And uh, I, I've never felt this kind of uh, closeness to a director mm-hmm. before. Hmm. And this was Spike Lee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's incredible. That's really, really yeah. incredible. Um, and then how do you approach a role? Is there a process that you go through? Well, I, I want to learn the lines. <laughs> learn the lines. And usually the, uh, the, um, the knowledge of the character comes 
that way. Uh, and only after I get the lines down do I begin to explore the character, mm. uh, the motivations. But you can't, you can't spend all that time thinking about motivation while you're performing. Yeah. Although it, there are moments when all of a sudden you're on stage, you say a word differently than you said it last night. And that's the wonder of live theater. Right, yeah. You say it differently than you said it last night and it gets a laugh or gets a sigh or it gets something. Something happens. You know it works. So you've been in a lot of successes that have had really long runs. Yes. And you, you stay with them for a long I like them. Do you? I like them because it gives you a chance to explore. I was going to ask, how do you keep it fresh, the exploration? Every night is different. Yeah, yeah. you're always exploring. I mean, you, it can get tedious. You can get tired. Right. Uh, that doesn't mean you're tired of the doing the part right. or exploring mm -hmm. the part. Yeah. And you always, there's always something that you didn't get on opening night that you right. all of a sudden you got. Yeah. And uh, that's very gratifying. Yeah. Some of the shows that you've done, you've replaced in. What's, what's some of the, the challenges of replacing an actor who's done a role already? Uh, if you find any challenges in it besides the usual learning the lines, finding the motivation. No. I, I found replacing is easy. You know, I don't... When I did... When I did Annie Get Your Gun, mm. and then that closed, this was so unique that I was closing on a Sunday and wheeling my suitcase from the dressing room down to another theater to do curtains. Really? And so I'd been in rehearsal with Kurt, not, yeah, with curtains. Was this drowsy into Oh, curtains? drowsy. Yeah. Drowsy, drowsy. drowsy into Same theater, though. It was the same theater because it was the marquee theater. Right, so that's right, 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 right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got you. So I just packed up my things and moved and down the street, <laughs> moved into a dressing room, and started another show. Oh, I love that. And that was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> working, 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 working. Yeah. Speaking of Andy, get your gun. Oh, yeah. Um, how was that? I mean, the, you were, that was... Fantastic. Yeah. I had two dressing rooms. Wait, what? What? I had... Well, there were two... I, I like to paint, so I I paint, and... Like paint, art. I, yeah, yeah, I just slap paint on it. All right. And okay. there were... I had a double dressing room, so I had a studio <laughs> in the dressing room. Your office, yes. And... Oh, boy. And I would paint whenever I was free. Whenever I was off stage, I would paint or draw. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that that was a lot of fun. I missed an entrance once because I was painting. Wait, wait, you have to tell us that. How did that? Oh, what happened? Uh, oh, they were so nice to me. <laughs> and there was a scene with Bernadette. Oh Love. gosh. She's a lovely woman. Yep. And I just oh. Anyhow, because that moment when you hear the monitor and then 
They're like probably like Jerry Hickey, Jerry yeah. Hickey, can you please yeah. come to the stage manager's I office? Didn't hear that. Oh my goodness. Uh, I was painting. I was on a, in between scenes. <laughs> You're on a roll. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the stage manager shows up at my door and said, "You all right?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he said, uh, you didn't show up. I said, what? <laughs> and I said, what? You missed the scene. I said, no, I didn't. He said, yeah, missed the scene. And I was mortified. Oh, was, man. I did. I missed a scene. Wow. How they got out of it, I have no idea. <laughs> it was a small scene, but nevertheless, Bernadette never took it out on me. No, of course not. <coughs> but she was lovely. But I, oh boy, if I had done that to Betty, ooh. <laughs> I remember once in Woman of the Year, Betty had a joke. She, was so, she had the punchline to a joke. Everybody would set up the joke, and we're in the bar room, and uh, she would give the punchline. And the audience would laugh, and we'd go on with the number. And she gets to the punchline this one time, and Tom, this guy, played the piano, was supposed to start the, the number after she gives the punchline. But he started before she gave the punchline. And she was just, with her mouth open, he starts stinging and, and the, starts the number. One of the boys or whatever yeah. the number was. Yeah. And she just stood there on the stage with her mouth wide open. <laughs> and Rex Everhart, who played the bartender in the show, he's got this cloth and he's wiping the bar. And as he's wiping the bar with his head down, the cigar in his mouth, he says, goodbye, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> So afterward, Tom comes into our dressing room and says, I'm going to go down and apologize. And uh, we said, no, no. don't Oops. apologize. Do not apologize. Stay here. No, I've got to apologize. So he goes to our dressing room. He apologizes. And you can hear her screaming from the sixth floor, seventh floor, can hear her screaming in the basement. And he comes back upstairs with his tail between his legs. Mm -hmm. And I'm never gonna talk to that woman again. <laughs> and we said, we told you, Tom, everything would have been fine if he had not gone down. She would have forgotten about yep. it. It was nothing, you know? Yeah. Because she was like that. She would blow up and then she'd be your pal mm -hmm. a second later. <laughs> right. Like one of the guys. Uh, well, she, <laughs> was, the guys. she was like yeah. one of the guys. Yeah. I, well, I loved her. Yeah. 
Um, your most recent hit, Something Rotten, was yeah. uh, people loved. We loved. We loved. I shouldn't oh, say people loved. Everybody was loved. fabulous. Huh? Uh, oh, Th- my this was so Wasn't that a cast? It this was amazing. This was so rare. This was so rare that they had a reading of it or a workshop of it, and the next thing you know, right to Broadway. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah it happened quicker than I Fast thought. Fast track, yeah. Were you with it from the very beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so yeah, tell us about this process. Tell us about well, you know, these geniuses. Yeah. Uh, uh, readings and well, we'll do it. We'll do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna, you know, piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you wonder if it's gonna happen. Right. You've done a lot of readings, I'm sure. Yeah. You think? You oh. know. And it, it just it just happened. It was it was uh, with that talent, you know. Unbelievable, John Cariani, who, by the way, I just saw in the band's visit. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what a startling! Play. I don't mean to digress. No, no it's okay. But we love band's the visit. band's visit is astonishing. I have not been moved mm. so much in a theater mm-hmm. since I saw the not the opening, but the premiere. Of cabaret. Oh wow! I, brought, I had brought a bunch of students to New York to see cabaret. Oh my God! Of course you did. And I wept oh. in that. And it was the same with the band's visit. I wept through that whole second part. It is such a beautiful play with music. Yeah, well put. The movie was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this man who's playing the lead now was yeah, the lead. That's in the right. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I just, I was shaking yeah. because it, it moved me so. Uh, so John, John is yeah. terrific. Yeah, he's. Uh, and Brian and Christian and Brad. Christian, Heidi, Heidi. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. Christian is a genius. I agree. Yeah. You know, Comedically, he comes up with he, his brain. I've seen yeah. him in rehearsal, and he so just fast. comes up with bits like, "What? How? Yeah. Did, what? Where did yeah. he come up with yeah. that?" And, and he's giving that. too. It's not. It, he's, oh yeah. He's 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 not a hog. No, no. He's and he's oh, therefore the storytelling. But I just yeah. was amazed by how fast his brain yeah. comes up with stuff. It's just sure and it's is. real and it's believable. And Brad's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, we like Brad. Brad loves he's you. He's a friend of our pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brad loves you. Yeah, he's great. He's just great. We had great fun. Yeah. We ended up rooming together. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, but s- such talent, you know. Yeah. Uh, Brian Darcy James. Uh, and Casey Nicolau, you've worked for him a couple of yeah. times now. Yeah, oh, right. he was yeah. always kind to me. He, he, he's given me a lot of work. He was terrific. Yeah, I was going to say, so what's it like being in the room with him? Oh, he's fun. Fun is a good word. Yeah, yeah he's I've heard that many yeah. times. <coughs> Excuse me, he's he makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, uh, yeah. It, he loves everybody. I think it's uh, another example of uh, someone who was an actor or he was in the ensemble of so many shows over the years. So it's like, yes. you know, he understands. He gets yeah. it. He gets what it yeah. takes for you guys to be working your butts you know, off. I think Jerry Mitchell was in. The ensemble and woman of the year. 
Oh, that I don't know. That Uh-oh. I don't know. I think huh. he was. I bet you you're right, or he was in there somewhere. Yeah. He's always nice to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's a good guy. He's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, I like him, too. He's always yeah. nice to me. Good. Randy Skinner's always nice to me. I just love had Randy him on Skinner. The <laughs> yeah, we just <laughs> had Randy. I don't, I don't Randy know Skinner. why I like him. I like him. He's a good guy. He's just a good spirit. Yeah. yeah. Do you still like going out of town, like doing summer stocks or the Muni or things like that? I, I, you know, I, I don't do it, but uh, I would do it if yeah. it was go sit someplace. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but not to travel week to week to week. You know. Have you anything on the bucket list? Any roles that you still want to get out of your system? I don't know. More, more Neil Simon? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we love Neil Simon. Yeah. God yeah. bless. Mm. Yeah. We haven't had a revival of his in a long time on no. Broadway. No. And the works but are I so like good. I like his, his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like uh, outlandish uh, humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. But uh, no, I don't. I don't know what else. Uh, Whatever comes, if it doesn't, it doesn't. I watch Netflix. <laughs> I watch all that BBC stuff, and I love it. I I just saw an ad for the new BBC. You know, you can just order BBC television, not through another yeah, stream, yeah, yeah. through another streaming service. And I really was like, what do you, that, wh- it's the what do you like? The, the mysteries and it's stuff. It's like the yeah. BBC yeah. box. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's called Britbox. Britbox. That's oh, what Britbox. Brit yeah. And it only gives you British shows because oh, there's yeah. so much oh, of it. They're there's terrific. They're just good. terrific. He's like, I don't need to work. I just Netflix. do you like what, like the Agatha Christie ones or the? Oh, I like yeah. Do you like anything? Those, yeah, I love the mysteries and the uh, detective ones. Oh, yep. the detective ones are really, really. I've been good. watching the Jack Taylor. Mm. Oh, I movies. heard this is good. Pretty good, but he, you know, it's a, I just don't like a to watch a drunken sot solve crimes. Yeah, mm. and that's that's what he is. But it's a real Irish. Yeah. Uh, thing, but uh, but they're well crafted films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, each one is a feature film. Mm-hmm. So I've gone through about three of those. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, and then I just started watching a Polish series. Polish, I guess, a de- detective series about a, an Uber driver woman who becomes a detective. And uh, oh. I, find, I found that interesting. I started watching it last night. I forgot what the name of it is. <laughs> Polish. Wow. It's in new releases. There's yeah. some good shows. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Especially now. You, it's like a second age, a second golden age of television. It right really now. is. So yeah. You, well, Netflix. You oh, go on Netflix, yeah. Netflix, and literally yeah. everything is produced by Netflix yes. as well. So you yes. think, when did they do yeah. all of this in the last yeah. three years? But yeah. yeah. Jerry, this was so much fun for a guy who said I have nothing to I tell you. Oh man, yeah, you, you got everything. You can erase this. Nope. No. This isn't going anywhere. Um, you're the best. You Thank really you. are. And we have loved watching you on stage for so many years. Yeah. It's You're Thanks. always such a joy. Just yeah. a joy. Thank so. you for having me. Yeah. I appreciate Thank, it. You. Thank you. We can't Thank wait so to much. see what's next. Yeah. The yeah. man who never me retires. Too. <laughs> you mean, the the man, man who never was. I'm a, Never uh, retires. It's just, just keep going. I love it. I'm, so I'm an glad. aging man. Uh... The twilight of a mediocre career. <laughs> nope, nope. Disagree. We beg to differ. Thank well, you for all you've given when us. It, when are you going to do a one-man show? When are you going to do a concert? I don't know. Cabaret? I think about, about it every once in a while. You, you know. Yeah, you but, should. Uh, 
I can't think of what to do. I'm not disciplined enough. Well, we'll turn off Netflix for a day. You'll come up with an idea, yeah, and then you can we'll turn it back it up, on. You can yeah. reward yourself with a Polish mystery <laughs> yeah. if you've done right. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Jerry. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Stars in your multitude, scarce to be counted, filling our iTunes. They're not scarce to be counted, actually, Rob. <laughs> no, that is correct. There's many to be counted. In fact, scarcely there's less than four. I believe there are five stars there for are almost all of them. Five stars for most of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So this is how iTunes Thank works. Thank you. Every time you rate us positively, we move up on the iTunes chart. So anytime anyone searches for theater and Broadway, the first things that come up are the highest rated podcasts. Huzzah! Huzzah! We would like to be there as well. So now we're going to give you instructions on how to rate and review mm-hmm. us, yep, and we hope it's very simple it. and yet not simple at all. So, Kevin, we go to podcasts. Go to podcasts. And then what go do we to, search for? You Actually, go to iTunes if you can. Go to iTunes. Don't <laughs> go to podcasts. podcasts. Yes, and then, and then go to podcasts. And then you search it's for going well. And then you're going to search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. What's our that? Podcast. Oh, that's it's our podcast. podcast. It's lovely. Oh I hear God. it's great. Rob Schneider, dead sexy. And then go to go? ratings and reviews. Click that. That's in the middle of the page. Then you're going to go to write a review. It's under custom reviews. It's a little tab. It's tiny. It says write a review. Click it. Give us five. Don't give us four. Give us five. If you want to give us four, that's okay, but just let us know why. No, I have issues with that. Okay, okay. Rob doesn't want you to do that, but give us five, um, and um, and we'll thank you. Um, and Rob always sends them to me, and it makes my day when he emails them to me. So you know, thanks in advance. Yeah, it ke- I, Kevin sometimes cries a lot, so it's nice to see well, Kevin you know. get it. He he just bucks up like a happy little young filly when he sees five stars coming his way. That's right. I promised Kevin that if we could get all five stars, I will stop doing my impressions that he doesn't like so much. So, so there we go, you guys. That's all, all it takes. Where am I going? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I didn't get a star. I feel like Judy Garland. Moving on down. <laughs> I'm Esther Blodgett in A Star is Born. I was not allowed back on set after I stole James Mason's penny loafers. They looked marvelous on me. See? This is what happens. Give me five stars. You never have to hear it again. Bye. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists. What they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.